Alone. 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 With Peter. Welcome back. I'm your host, Peter Kirsting. I'm joined by David Montez, advertiser, TEFL teacher, artist, and anime enthusiast. Big emphasis on that last one. David's power level is definitely, definitely over 9,000. He just got back from teaching English in South Korea. It's where we met. We're covering a lot on the podcast today, so don't go away. Reverse culture shock, travel nightmare stories, and why anime is the bee's knees and the cat's pajamas. David, thank you so much for your time alone on AWP. Let's kick it. Hey, thanks, Peter. Thanks for having me. I definitely need to add that like to my Tinder profile or like my <laughs> Bumble or something like that, because that just sounds awesome when you say it. Probably looks not good on paper, but hey, I'll roll with it. <laughs> Honestly, dude, you're welcome. <laughs> I'll pay. That's what I'm, that is what I am here for. Yeah, I'll slide you some you, money under, under the table. Make you look better. Oh, please, nobody else is paying me. So, <laughs> I feel your pain. I feel your pain. <laughs> David, I'm pumped to get nerdy with you today, dude, because we're both interested in some stuff that I think is pretty cool. Um, our last interview was also pretty super serial, so I kind of want to get into a little bit more of a goofy mode. Are you ready? Right on. Ready to yeah, get weird? Definitely, definitely ready to get weird. That's pretty much my entire life. Uh, you know what? <laughs> That's what I thought when I met you, to be honest. <laughs> just sounds like, really rude. <laughs> oh, I'm being honest with you. You can't be <laughs> like, mad at me for that. Oh, yeah, that's, no doubt. I, I, I live my thought, life, no regrets, you know? I just I was like, you know what? This guy right here, he's a weirdo. <laughs> and I mean that. I, that's a good thing, in my opinion. Uh, that's that's good then. That's good. Uh, sometimes I worry, you know, <laughs> just come up to a group of people like, "Hey, how's it going?" They're like, "Man, that guy is weird as hell." Hi, my name is David. I'm pretty weird, so <laughs> uh, you probably don't introduce yourself like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely not. <laughs> not gonna help my cases. <laughs> yeah. So, how's it being home? Can you tell the audience where you're coming from? Oh yeah, I just got back from uh, Gosong in South Korea. Uh, so I've been here, uh, almost like a month now, right? Yeah. Like so a month or so. So I actually left South Korea, like right when things started getting crazy, but you were around another, what, like four months of that then. Yeah, that I was, I was there for the whole ride and I was like, Peter, you lucky gun, you're getting out of ta getting out of Dodge just at the right time. And I was like, dang. <laughs> I was just watching the cities melt. I was like, oh, man, oh this is a nice. gosh, man. <laughs> well, I do think that people will be interested to hear what it was like dealing with that stuff in uh, South Korea. Can you give us an idea of what, like, how that impacted your life? All right, yeah. Um, so, like, <laughs> right after you left, like, the following week after that, like, it was a ghost town in my small town, which is already small as it is. So, right. like, I'd get up at uh, 7 in the morning, you know, get ready, take a shower, all that stuff or whatever, and then start the new trend of putting on that face mask, you know? Right. And so I Super put that on. Brings out your eyes. Like, yeah, exactly, because that's the only thing you can see. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, like, I just wrap that stuff on, put on my backpack, and I head outside. And the main difference I saw for at least, like, the first couple of weeks was that no one was outside. It was completely empty, but of course, <laughs> you know, us being guest teachers, we had to show up at our job no matter what. So right. I was up there showing up and like everybody else was gone, you know, none like of the other teachers, teachers, none of the other staff were there. 
yeah, none of the other staff was there except for like maybe the vice principal and the secretary. So like yeah. I go in there and say like, Annyeonghaseyo, hello, good morning, how are you? Right. <laughs> I still don't know Korean that much. And then you would <laughs> sit down and watch anime for another eight hours? Uh, kind, more or less, uh, I kind of had like my own surge of productivity because surprisingly enough, I, I learned a lot about my own productiveness during this time, which, you know, yeah. I'm sure we'll get into later. Yes, but yeah, like I, I was so uh, solitary in my confinement of being a, a foreign teacher. Your so, like, fortress just... of solitude? Oh, definitely. Definitely. So like I would just go to my little office that I had over there by myself. Nobody was around me. And then I would just sit there for eight hours up to my own devices right well it's cool that you found a way to to make some productive stuff happen because a lot of times when you're in that situation you just sit and do nothing for eight oh, yeah. hours and wish you could do something <laughs> yeah it's definitely something dangerous to like keep an eye out for because you like so i just fall into the pit of checking twitter and instagram for uh -huh, the rest uh -huh. of my five hour time for, here <laughs> for me it was reading flipboard for four hours oh, yeah. and then taking a walk around the campus and then being like all right i'm playing the guitar because i brought my guitar with me oh nice and then and then i do something productive after that but <laughs> four like hours of flip four hours of flipboard for two two weeks straight was a lot that was reading a lot <laughs> of news <laughs> you can only be caught up so much you know God, I don't want to be caught up anymore. I just let it let it happen. <laughs> don't tell me; it'll be a surprise. <laughs> Honestly, it's all been a surprise either way. Oh yeah, you'd be so, like, you kind of see it coming, but uh... <laughs> no, no, this yeah. is the worst apocalypse script I've ever read. It's garbage. <laughs> Honestly, send it back to the writers. <laughs> yes, bring it back. To, just literally crumple it up, throw it in the fire, <laughs> along with all the bodies, because this is a terrible. I'm sorry, that was insensitive of me to say. Um. <laughs> So you just got back from South Korea. I'm sure yeah. you're getting absolutely exhausted talking about your experience. But I'm going to ask you a few questions anyway. So Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> what, man? Uh, it's what the people want to hear. We got to oh, give people gosh. what they want. I guess. You know, got to give them I, cake and anime, you know? Yeah, yeah. As long as they are, they're happy. That's, that's what's important. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy doing my it, torment. We're doing it for the kids, man. <laughs> For the kids. Do it exactly. for the kids. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the most common question you got coming back? Uh, I'd have to say, actually, because of the current like times and the way things are going crazily over here in America, they're usually would ask like, "How are they handling it over there?" And I'm, <laughs> I'd always be like surprised in that. Is like that's that's the first leading question that they ask. They're like, "How's Korea handling the virus?" And I'm like, "Right, not like David. How are you doing? Do you exactly, feel all right? Yeah. Or like, are you glad to be back?" It's like, so how are they handling the yeah. virus? Like, what am I a spy? Or this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but uh, anyway, like, are yeah. they wearing masks over there? Like, yes, they're always wearing masks. Even whenever the virus wasn't going on, they were wearing masks. <laughs> it's literally part of the fashion, man. Exactly. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's partially because the air is just so trash. <laughs> I mean, not, not trying to be, like, like no, mean or anything. No, no, no. I, you know what I, I'm talking about. Well, actually, I was just talking to one of my friends, and I was I was joking with her because she's like, oh, where are you living now? And I'm like, I'm living in Flagstaff, Arizona, which is up in the mountains, and it's the reason I complain so much about the air in Korea. <laughs> because the air here is like crystal clear and you can see starry nights in the middle of the city. And it's just like, it's one of those places that like it's breathtaking. Honestly, if you ever get a chance to get to the grand Canyon or Flagstaff, some of the best starry nights I've ever seen. And so I found myself always complaining about the, it's the only thing I complained about 
to be fair. <laughs> but I found myself complaining a lot about the air quality in yeah. Asia. And people like started being like, all right, yeah, yeah, all right, we got to clean air. <laughs> yeah, I can't blame you, man. There's, there wasn't a single night that I was in Korea that I could actually see the stars. Never. Yeah, which is pretty wild because we were living so, – so you live honestly surprisingly close to me because yeah. we both lived in the most remote rural part of South Korea, which to be honest I think is pretty cool, but it's not typically where white people go to live. Exactly. And, you know, luckily for me, I wasn't white, so I get to right. have that sorry. fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to lump you in with me. But... That's all right. I mean, I take that as an honor at this point. I'm like, hey. Oh, I, no, I no. no. Free... You, should, you should be offended. <laughs> got, got my free privilege card right there. <laughs> I'll be sure to stock that away for later. It's like exactly. the get out of jail free card in Monopoly. Exactly. Yeah. Was just no, you need so... one of those. Um, and I wasn't allowed to say that either, was I? <laughs> we'll just, we'll just edit that out in post it's fine i didn't mean it like that uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I understood you don't worry about yeah, it yeah okay like, good because it's really hot in this room and i think i just brought it up a couple of degrees because i'm worried <laughs> yeah, like the like the listeners that we got going on right now just start dropping off the oh, ceiling they're usually, they're like, nah. they're, usually, they're usually used to me being very like organized on this show but this has been a train wreck start I'm oh, sorry. It's just, it's just my weird aura. David David Montez, he's on the show here to mess it all up. There you no, go. Send, send the new the new optimal right there. It's currently just all backwards. Uh, uh, well, are you over all the questions to get to get back to it a little bit? Like you get asked a lot of random questions about being in Korea. Do you get tired of that? Oh yeah, definitely. Like the first couple of weeks and there were just nonstop that. And then like, I even had to catch myself. Cause like, that's all I would talk about. You know, I was like, it's different. This it's different. That the food is different. All this other stuff. Like you just, you just continually talking about it. So mm -hmm. like I had to like catch myself and be like, Hey, I just, just don't say anything. <laughs> just be like, Hey, how you doing? Great. Me too. And then just continue on with my current life. You know, I was like, I can't live like this for the rest of my time here. You know, I don't want to be, that Korea guy, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah. you know what? Have you have you been abroad before this? Actually, no. This is my first time going abroad. Your first time abroad, and you decide, mm -hmm. oh, you know what? I'm not going to go to Mexico for spring break. I'm going to go live in South Korea in the boondocks for a year. Yeah, man, I play hard. <laughs> <laughs> I go all in or not in. It's, it's like Talk. my... Talk about jumping on the deep end. I love that, dude. That's super yeah. cool. I'm like mad props. Yeah, man. It's like my favorite theater teacher like back in college would always give me this quote. He's like, never go half-ass. Always go full-ass. And I was like, yeah. I'll, I'll live my life like that, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Might as well mm -hmm. make might as well make yourself look silly and then then have like regrets, you know? So do you I have do. a do you have a life motto? Um <laughs> I'd say like I find myself saying it more often than not, but it's pretty much just like c'est la vie, you know, so la vie. Just, such as life. Yeah. And that's kind of just how I just say it. You know, it's just, just currently like what's happening. That's c'est la vie. You nice. know, you just take it and you just keep going. You know, nice. so I'd say if I had to say anything, that would be my life motto right there. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Do you want to ask me what mine is? Go ahead. <laughs> I feel like it's a loaded question. Yeah. What's your life motto, Peter? <laughs> okay, thank you for asking. Yeah. Mine is... <laughs> you didn't know you were going to be an interviewer on this show, did you? Uh, I have no journalism experience. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. I'm scared. 
<laughs> Mine is go, 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 never say no. Actually, I pulled that one from my aunt, Becky, because I always like die laughing when my aunt tells me stories about stuff she's done. And she's pretty adventurous, but she also is just a very like, she's a very outgoing person and she'll talk to lots of people and she'll do lots of stuff. And sometimes she can be a little bit impulsive. I can relate to that, but that's why her stories are so funny. And so like her motto was go, 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 never say no. I'm like, I am taking that because honestly, that's how I feel. Yeah, right on, man. That sounds great. Aunt Becky sounds definitely like a cool cat. Oh, she's super <laughs> cool. She is super cool. Like one of the best aunts for sure. Right on. Definitely see like it's definitely influenced a lot on your life. She's my favorite Aunt Becky. <laughs> it's the only Aunt Becky. Do you have another Aunt Becky? <laughs> nope. Uh, we weren't supposed to go there, dude. Come on. Oh, my bad. My bad. She's my favorite aunt who's like five foot three and brunette <laughs> and of like Irish heritage. <laughs> bring down the microscope on that even more further you know? <laughs> you're like just just making sure that we know her address is <laughs> um right on, man. all right so i got another question for you about asia if you had Shoot. to sum up your experience with just a few words what would you say mm, i'd have to say not what i expected pleasant not surprise what I expected. yeah not what i expected but a pleasant surprise that's cool. I yeah. like that there's a little bit of positive there at the end because mm -hmm. honestly, I really enjoy bringing people who travel on my show. But I will say, David, you're first in the sense that like you're the first person I've met abroad who like literally their first experience abroad was like the craziest one you can do. <laughs> you're a Westerner going to the East and living there. Like that's a pretty big jump from living in Texas your whole life, mm -hmm. right? Did you live anywhere exactly. else? Nope, it's Texas. You, so you basically have never left Texas before you moved to South Korea. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I made like a couple road trips, a, a pilgrimage here or two, but like, like the farthest I've been to is like Lincoln, Nebraska. So, so was... what you're trying to tell me is you haven't even been out of the South before and you went to <laughs> South Korea. You just saw South in yeah. the name. You're like, you know what? That yeah, can't, be that. Well. can't be yeah. that different. <laughs> it was very different, Peter. Let me tell you, I was it was very so different. Wrong. <laughs> I was never more wrong in my life. <laughs> so, but yeah, like I, I was, I've always wanted to go to the the east. You know, I, I've always had like a little spice of Asia influence in my life that I was like, you know what? Yeah. Let's 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 finally yeah. see what this is. I, I need to, you know, West meets East. That's what I, <laughs> that's what I was going to bring to the table. West meets meets East. What? Yeah. West meets East. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, so I got a hypothetical for you. Go ahead. Okay, so you're in a time machine. You're headed back to pre-Korea Davidian time. <laughs> you bump into yourself at the airport. It's a surprise. You know, you just parked your time machine. You're like, oh, shoot, it's me. Of course, it's right before I'm taking off for South Korea. What do you tell yourself? Well, you know, first of all, like I, I would struggle to like realize what, what like my mental capacity would be to even learn at this point because I doubt like me seeing myself would be like anything I tell him he's just gonna like automatically not retain it you know he's gonna be just shocked seeing just me at that time you know so I'll just be like hey um, 
if I even recognize myself, I'd be like, hey, so first of all, you don't look that respect. different than you did, right? <laughs> right. About but I mean, a year ago, not like I know, but like imagine seeing your ago. own, like your own doppelganger in real time. Would you even try to ask questions or would you just be shocked in the first couple yeah, of minutes? I yeah, exactly. Do because I wanted to ask him, why the heck were you in the Rocky Horror Picture Show? And why <laughs> didn't you invite me to watch? Because I this saw a poster. Movie. I saw a poster of this guy. Somebody actually uh -huh. sent it to me. But they're like, hey, were you in the Rocky Horror Picture Show? I was like, no, what are you talking about? They're like, well, are you sure? Because who the heck is this? You, you would know if you would. And then I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. But they sent me this text um, with a picture of a flyer from a movie. And the dude straight up was my doppelganger. Dang. Yeah. Uh, before we get too sidetracked on that. <laughs> but I really want to know what you're going to say to yourself, dude. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're like, about uh, to board the plane. What do you say? He's like, hey, get the aisle seat. It's a long flight. Like, quit. <laughs> Definitely not like that. I'd definitely try to make it more like beneficial to my future. So I'd be like, hey, respect your boundaries and then learn about like friendship boundaries as well. Right. Because this this will be detrimental and help you a lot in the future. Because like if anything, like moving to Korea, other than, you know, experiencing the East and this culture was very like beneficial to my growth personally, you know? Yeah, that's cool, man. Do you mm -hmm. think pre pre-Korea David would have listened to what you had to say? PKD, pre-Korea David? Yeah. <laughs> I definitely don't think I would. I, I was not in... PKD would have PTSD? Yeah, that's exactly what he would have. Pre-KD had PTSD. So, like, <laughs> I, I was definitely on my old shit back then, and I was definitely not getting out anytime soon. So. Oh, shoot. All right, so let me ask you this. How much have you changed? Like, what is the thing that you feel like you've been, like, Oh, I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, so my my new ascended David. Yes. Uh, I definitely become, yeah, I, I became more self-loving, accepting, and then just like more spiritually in tuned, you know. Spiritually in tune. What's that like? Yeah, man. Like I, in in my time, my solitary life and existence, my my basically internship monkship that I've done. Yeah, uh, I did a lot of meditating. And uh, I did That's like cool. some research on the chakra points and all that stuff. So, you uh, going to do some be... Naruto stuff? Heck yeah, I wanted to. <laughs> be like you a know soft me, neck but... pinch. Yeah, exactly. Is he like get right here the pressure point? You just automatically just the knees I've buckle. Been you know, tuning my chakras. <laughs> <laughs> Being just tapping into the universe's energy and just yeah. bogarting all of it for me. No you kidding. Literally <laughs> trying to pull like a lay loose the rebellion on me. Yeah. Right. Um, so, throwing all the anime names at you. <laughs> yeah. So like that, that might be for a future podcast later where we get more serial about yeah. like personal growth. Right. But uh, yeah, that, that's definitely what I spent most of my time in Korea doing. I honestly think that's so cool. Um, one of the things I talked about on the podcast in the early days, because mm -hmm. it's been like nine weeks now or something like that, maybe a little bit more. Um is I talked about, you know, for me, I recognized that living in Korea was going to be not a lot of speaking English. And so I wanted to jump in knowing that and thinking, how can I learn to enjoy silence and productivity on my own? And it sounds very similar. Like, you know, you joked about interning as a monk, but there is a lot of time to sort out your own stuff when you do something like that because you're oh, living yeah. alone in a new country and you could go out and meet people all the time. But the fact that you chose rural Korea, it gives you kind of a perspective of like, 
all right, what do I want to get done? A hundred percent, dog. That's One literally hundo. what it did. One hundo. Yeah. So One like, hundo. I know at least for me, like a lot of my time was spent like once, once the, you know, the basic life essentials were met, like, you know, mm. eating, sleeping, mm-hmm. <laughs> warmth, heat, you know, companionship, maybe, <laughs> you know, that, that, that never really worked out. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. We'll just add that in later. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. So like once all those essentials were met, I was just left with just me, you know, and then I was like, yeah. okay, what's, what's, what can I improve on? You know, what, what do I need to work on to make myself a better person and to be the best version of me that I can be, you know? So, well, I'll tell you what, dude, when you talk about self-love, that's step number one, figuring mm-hmm. out what you need to be sufficient, self-sufficient and what you like about yourself and what you want to get done and then the other stuff comes about, right? People recognize yeah, naturally when you know what you want out of life, people see that and they go like, oh, who's that David guy? <laughs> Look at that guy. He's all representing himself <laughs> nicely. Ooh, Damn. good Lord. I got a case of the vapors. Ooh, oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, maybe not like that, but. Definitely. I haven't had anybody come up to me on the streets. <laughs> so that definitely never happens in the wild. Because but you've uh... been quarantining, bro. <laughs> yeah let's let's just use that as an excuse give it some time give it some time <laughs> yeah i'm not really too worried about it you know like I'm I, I, david's gonna be like just like beating people away with a stick <laughs> right just coming up to him like look at this awakened buddha look at him <laughs> this god among men <laughs> oh my god i thought buddhist monks were supposed to be not so violent right why is he hitting us no, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, all right let's get back a little, bit, a little bit more on track here dude yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so did your experience – how was it – let's start here. How do you feel being back? Because you've been back a month. Yeah, yeah. I was, at first, it was like a dream, man. Like, I couldn't believe I was here. Like, the whole – like, I mean, me getting here was a nightmare. Like, from Korea here was a nightmare. Really? Like, yeah, it was – I was like, anything that could have went wrong went wrong. You got to like, tell was, a story. You can't just say that. <laughs> You sure? I, I get to say it. We can save it for no, another episode. No, 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 no. So did you get quarantined in the airport? All did right. you like accidentally kick somebody's baby off the plane? Like, did you <laughs> meet your doppelganger? Like, oh man, no, no, no. That's that's straight up meta skinwalker in the airport. No, no. Uh, so <laughs> my last day was on a Friday, right? And I was trying to head out by Saturday because I was getting a flight out of Incheon. So my idea was to right. get there, get to Seoul in the time so that we'd be able to get on the train and then get to Incheon Airport in time before the buses stopped. And it's four hours away. So, like, I get <laughs> off, like, at 4.40 every single time. They didn't even let me change it on the last day. He's like, no, you can leave early. He's like, no, you're staying until 4.40, really? no matter what. Really? Right, love you guys, too. So <laughs> I get there, and then I'm, like, I'm pretty much just spending the night at Incheon Airport because I was, like, I'm trying to save all the money I can. Oh, which was yeah. I've seen you do this idea. before. Yeah, you did this in the Busan airport too. Exactly. (laughs) That was another story. (laughs) Yeah, right. Sorry, continue. Anyway, so I'm sitting at the airport in the stupidly small bench, you know, next to this little outlet that they have there for charging. And, you know, I I picked them like at least the corner area where I thought the bag check in area would be, right? I, I get all my stuff there and I'm just biding my time. Morning comes. And then, of course, I didn't really get much sleep because, you know, who could sleep on a bench like that? So, right. 
I'm excited. <laughs> I want to go home. And uh, like originally my flight was supposed to go out from uh, Incheon to Tokyo where I'd spend like another day, you know, right? So I was like, heck yeah, I spent another day in Japan. I'm going to hemorrhage money. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. You know? That's why you're saving it in the airport. <laughs> exactly. So like I'm checking in my bags and they're like, okay, we're having a little bit of issues. Let, let us just call uh, the airport Narita in Japan and just have them check on a couple things. I'm like, all right, sure, no problem. They get back with me and they're like, okay, bad news. If you were to go to Tokyo, you would have to switch airport runways, right? So I'd have to go from one station to another, right? Uh -huh. And that means me actually leaving the airport and going you know, outside a little bit to the other station, which I think uh, is no big deal, right? right? So they're like, it is actually a big deal because if you were to actually set foot in Japan, you would have to be detained. And I was like, detained? What do you mean by detained? And they're like, well, we have to take you to a holding area where you will be watched for 24 hours, which is the amount of time that I had to be left staying in there until oh, you got on your flight again. No. And I was like, oh, man, that, that doesn't sound too bad, but it's not like my ideal thing. So right. like 10, 20 minutes pass, he comes back again and tells me, okay, it's a little worse than what I said it was. I was oh, like, how no. could it get any worse? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> He's like, well, first of all, you'll have to pay for it. Right. And I'm like, what? How much pay are we talking? Exactly. And he's like, it's going to be like a couple hundred dollars. And I'm like, what the heck is this? You know, why am I still paying more money just so I can be watched? Where's my get out of jail free card? Exactly. Right. Where's that? Where's that white card you gave me? I need that right now. <laughs> anyway, so like he's saying not only that, but I would be detained with other foreigners. Right. So I'm like, this is another nightmare. You know, like I trust my quarantine, but I don't right. trust other people's quarantine. Right. I'm not trying to be like more foreign or homophobic i've been dealing with xenophobia my whole time here in korea but you know i was like i don't want to roll my dice i don't want to like go there get covid and then come back and infect my family that's worst case scenario in my eyes you know so i have to deal with bad. that yeah so they're like what do you want to do and i'm like what can i do <laughs> you know this is the only flight i had i had yeah. to do everything last minute you know, I had to had to call like my airline, and I did this all through online travel agencies, right? So, and this is all while I'm trying to like wrap up you, all my stuff in Korea. This is before you got to the airport. Well, like, literally while this you're is, in the airport. Yeah, while I'm in the airport, checking my bags in for the flight. So, you what know? did you end up doing? So I ended up having to like cancel all my stuff, right? In which I that's a whole nightmare to begin with. All your again. flights, where you were staying, all that stuff. Yeah, all of that canceled down the trap chute, right? I'm going through all of this back and forth crazy. And, you know, luckily enough, the person that was helping me, he was like a very friendly Korean-American flight attendant, right? Who's working for okay. Korean Air. So he sees all this happen and he's going through and he's like, you know what, here, let me try to help you. Uh, we'll try to find a flight through Korean Air that'll at least get you to America where then you'll be able to, you know, not be detained and then find your way back from there. And I was like, thank you so much. Like, I appreciate you. Anything else I would be able to find through here would just be limited because no, none of the flights were going to be taking me directly to Texas, which is where I live. Even though like the one that he found was taking me to Los Angeles, I, you know, I didn't know at the time that those were the only airports open from international points. You couldn't even get to Dallas, Fort Worth. I would have thought exactly. that would have been one of them. Nope. So it was only like ones on the, the, the coast, right? So Los Angeles. Yeah. You know, the ones up on there, those are the only airports we can come into. I was finally able to get that done and shoot. Like as soon as I'm trying to buy the tickets, right? 
like my car has declined and i'm like son of a biscuit no how does that Help happen here. bro like i mean th this happened a couple times in korea it's just my little local bank here in texas would just yeah. randomly decide to just be like hey we don't trust this coming from korea even though i told them multiple times that i'm living in korea <laughs> we don't, trust don't even stuff. know what a korea is we exactly. better check on this one what, what is a korea there's there's no propane or propane utilities we Listen, need this that's, right that's now. a lot of dollars we're not gonna want to <laughs> put that one down let's reject that one yeah one that has no president on it i don't believe in wands <laughs> anyway <laughs> so my card was declined and then like i tried to use the atm there with my other card and the atm ate my card it was uh it was uh, one it was one nightmare you know after another you had what a Murphy's Law day, dude. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely Murphy's, Murphy's Law. Law day. Negative okay, Murphy's so Law. Okay, so no wonder you didn't want to tell me that story. Did you make it back after the car got eaten? You, you found a flight? Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, you're alive I'm here. right now. I'm here, evidently. You know, I did what I like needed to do to survive. Past, right? Are you pre-K, <laughs> David? <laughs> I, I got the PTSD all back <laughs> in one day. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I think you might be like, I don't even think you're the guy I met. I think you're the okay. other one. Like, you're the doppelganger, right? I have more of a yeah. more of a beard here. <laughs> oh shoot! There was an anime I watched actually where oh, yeah. that was basically the premise. The one version died, and mm -hmm. but before he did, he gave all his memories to the older version of him. Anyway, it sounds familiar, but I, I actually can't think it wasn't. Of it. it wasn't an anime. It was a Netflix show that also got turned into an anime. What's it called? Altered Carbon. Oh, that one. I thought that was the one where they like pretty much just switch bodies. It's like a sleeve. I think that's what they oh, actually call it. Yeah, they call it yeah. a sleeve. Exactly. That's altered carbon. So basically yeah, right the, on. the one version of him, they, there can't be two at the same time. So one of them mm -hmm. has to die. And so he's literally like, listen, dude, <laughs> I remember stuff that you don't know. So I kind of want to remember that stuff. So... You're either gonna die, or I'm gonna like remind you how this happened, or something. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, that's like what I'm imagining. There. That's what I'm imagining happened right now. I yeah, said yeah, you yeah. didn't make it on that flight, but you somehow told <laughs> David all your experiences so that you could be on this podcast with me today. There you go. Yeah, this is whatever I need to do to get on this podcast. Let me tell you. <laughs> Listen, we don't have a lot of time. I'm from the future, and you need to be on this podcast in a couple of months. Exactly. So I need it's, to catch you paramount. up. I didn't make it back. <laughs> save I'm gonna Peter, die. save the world. I'm going to die. <laughs> Ooh, a little hero's reference. There I you like go, that. right? Dated. Yeah, now <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. I like that. Yeah, All it. right. So <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the rest of the nightmare later. It's, it's a huge thing. Back. Yeah. Did you have reverse culture shock? Oh, yeah. I'd say I definitely did have reverse culture shock, like... It was weird just coming into here and just being able to understand all the conversations going around around you, you know, and then being able to read. That's fun. You're like, wait a second, I have to listen to what you're saying. Yeah, you're like, I have to. I'm tuning in now. I'm I'm getting in so much information that I wouldn't be getting otherwise. I'm sorry. What was that? I'm used to not having to listen or respond to anything <laughs> anyone says. Exactly. <laughs> I can't play with the dumb foreigner card. <laughs> You're trying to tell me I can't just keep walking and say I don't speak? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Just do spontaneous jazz hands and just walk away. Listen, listen, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so it was definitely a big trip. Like, I, I had to deal with, like, stuff that I didn't even think I'd have to deal with, like eating food. 
food wrecks me now. Like I anything Texas that I food eat, does. I bet yeah, there's no dairy in Korea. Exactly. So everything has dairy here. So and I'm lactose intolerant. So like I'm naturally like I want to eat though. You know. Yeah. I'm like I'm back home. I want to eat. So like Did the you... first couple of days was just me making myself sick on just food. throw a lactate pill in your mouth and then scarf down a couple blocks of cheese what did you yeah, do? yeah yeah i try i mean not so much I've now been back three days <laughs> all i've eaten is cheddar yeah, that's, that's my dad got the worst of it because he'd be like yeah you want to go to this place and i'm like yeah it's been a year so i'd say that every <laughs> single time and i could say that with like every single food so nice. like hey you want to get like uh get some wendy's burgers and i was like hell yeah it's been a year <laughs> Nice. So I said that for everything, and he was like, "Just Wait, not in saying. Korea, they didn't make us pay for stuff." Yeah, <laughs> this, oh, you didn't know that. Naturally, <laughs> buy me food. How do you think I made it this far? <laughs> it's like on the with the help of friends. No, no, no. I didn't pay for food. <laughs> no, I didn't have any friends, Dad. Right? Thanks for reminding I me. I didn't make any. <laughs> just talking to my friend over here, That's Peter, with the podcast. True. <laughs> All right. right. I got three more questions for you about Asia, and then we can stop. Are you ready for them? Visibly sweats and Texan. Okay. All right. Before we get to those questions for David, I have a couple questions for you guys. Do you like the show? Are you enjoying this episode? Well, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check it out on my website, peterkirsting.com. Actually, I got a form up there I would love you guys to fill out. Just give me some feedback on the show, what you're enjoying, what do you think about the guests, and uh, all right, well, I guess that's enough questions. Let's get back to grilling David, huh? Thanks for spending time alone with Peter. Sure. <laughs> hey, you were complaining about how much you were sweating in Korea. You're going to actually complain about that in Texas too, right? I mean, the sun hates you more here. You're just but, sweaty. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, that might be it. I'm a sweaty <laughs> foreigner. That's what I am. Yeah, that's what you are. All <laughs> Thanks, right. Peter. Number one. All right. Best experience. I'd have to say visiting a Buddhist temple on Buddha's birthday. That was dope. Nice. I did that too. That was super fun. Yeah, it was that probably night not too. the same temple. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It was nice. All the lanterns lit up, and even even families. Even though it was late at night, they were all up in there. You know, it's doing the Buddhist. All the, the monks were so friendly too, weren't they? Yeah, actually, I didn't see any monks. Sadly enough. I, oh, I really? Yeah. Also, it was just like a high traffic. Uh, I don't want to say tourists because I think they were all locals. <laughs> yeah, so they were but all like, just doing that. I was the tourist. <laughs> but 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 it's true. Everybody goes and visits the Buddhist temples on yeah. the on buddha's birthday that's the thing yeah. to do i, I went with sprinkling a, water on that golden baby i went with a couple people to one of the more local ones to some chapo mm. and nice. uh the monks there were like come in come in and they fed us bibimbap it was pretty oh, nice they were pretty delicious. chill yeah I mean, I miss yeah bibimbap. yeah i do yeah. too i love bibimbap right and just, there's just like a, the spice the spice that you can't find yeah the, there's the, a just put in food there's a <laughs> Korean spot here in, in Flagstaff that I that opened up after I left named Kopio. <laughs> and really? I heard like it's owned by Koreans. So I went and I nice. and I talked to the owner a little bit and had the food. And it was pretty good. It was like I had my girlfriend had bibimbap and I had uh Korean fried chicken. Oh, but okay. um but it was fun to just say a little bit of Korean to the owner because it like blew her mind, right? That somebody in the mm. United States would speak Korean to her. But I'll be honest with you, dude. Uh -huh. 
one of the things that jaded me was like, I think I spent thirty dollars on my meal. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would have spent like seven. <laughs> you were you know? spoiled in the motherland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's I miss like the a... prices too, bro. I miss the yeah, prices yeah. too. All right. You know, paying for like twenty some odd meals, and it'd be like uh, up to twenty, thirty dollars a yeah. pop, and I'm like, ah, oh, uh-huh. my savings. <laughs> yeah, dude. Do not eat out in the United States the way you did in South Korea for exactly. sure. Yeah. All right. Always question number two. Worst experience. I'd have to say definitely most eating. challenging. <laughs> Either way you want to look at it. I would go with worst experience. Uh, easily whenever I missed my bus stop at my uh, small town, uh, I, <laughs> I didn't know how to like ask to like get off or, you know, figure out where the hell I was. So like yeah. I was stuck for a little bit, like trying to figure out where the hell I was on this bus that was going out of town. And I ended up luckily being able to stop the person, just telling him to stop, open the doors, and I got out. And then I walked back to my town for an hour. Oh, no way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I was like in the middle of nowhere, walking down highways. These are all avoidable things for next time, buddy. You learned a lot the hard way. (laughs) I I was lucky enough that I had my phone with me and it had some charge on it. So that's why I was able to like at least know the direction where I was heading. You get a cacao taxi at least, right? I didn't know how to do that at the time. I'm talking like first couple oh. weeks in Korea. Yeah, so that that was worst experience. I was hella dude, lost. Anxiety, dude. All right, question yeah, dude, number I... three. <laughs> Moving on before ahead, I have a heart attack. <laughs> One thing you do differently. One thing I would do differently. Let's see. Uh, I would say nothing. Like you know, I always like to live my life with no regrets. So I'd probably make the same mistakes anyway, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know so i would just okay. enjoy the moment okay 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 so one of the things that you passed you passed the test you're allowed <laughs> to stay in the united states now yay <laughs> i love being back <laughs> <laughs> all right i kind of want to move on to the next thing here so you're a huge anime fan and i figured that out while we were still in korea but we kind of <laughs> talked a little bit about uh anime together and i kind of just wanted to uh ask you a couple questions about that and talk about anime because i think that anime is one of these things that's like it's starting to really grow in popularity but Mm -hmm. for the longest time it's been a very niche pop culture thing oh yeah are you a weeboo (laughs) let's just roll out with that question um, I, I would technically not classify myself as a weeaboo, but others would probably see me as a weeaboo. If anything, I think I'm like a casual woeboo, casual, casual woeboo. Anyway, it's not like I love every aspect of Japanese culture, uh, which I think is like the actual definition of weeaboo, which is just those that uh-huh. absolutely uh-huh. adore and idolize all of Japanese culture. Uh, and I, I think just, technically you have to be white to be weeboo, right? <laughs> yeah, technically, technically, which I am not. <laughs> I am brown, uh, Latino or Hispanics or Latinx. I don't right, know what right, we're using right. now to classify ourselves, but that that's me. But uh, yes. I, I'd always consider myself at least American before that. So American, Hispanic, you know, whichever. Uh, anyway, very Texas. That's a very Texas thing to say. <laughs> don't even don't even get me started. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I wouldn't classify myself as, but like a lot of my interests are of the Asian variety. So I, I wouldn't uh, classify it alone as weeaboo because weeaboo is like Japanese exclusive. I like all of Asia. So China, nice Vietnam, Korea, all that good stuff. I'm I'm down with all of it. 
I'm I'm interested to talk to you more about that as well. Okay. Right. And let me see. All right. I think I got I'm trying to come up. I've got these five questions I want to ask you. You're not allowed to look, by the way, at my challenges. <laughs> well, I didn't write them down yet. I thought that was you leave it something out. Yeah. For you coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds I'm good. Excited I'm excited. For this one. Yeah. Okay. Getting okay. on the hype okay. train. <laughs> okay. All right. So next question. Yeah. Are you a Karibu? <laughs> Definitely not. No. <laughs> not in any way, except for the food. Food's delicious. <laughs> But yeah, I, I never got in touch with the the BTS or the Pink Black or any of that. Or the, was oh, it Black Pink? Black, Black Pink, Pink, bro. They were even Black on Lit Gaga's newest album. Get <laughs> out of town, dude. I'm You're sorry. Times. You Latinx American, you. Yeah. All right. Can you tell there. the audience what the heck a Weebu and a Karibu are? Because I don't want to explain. All right. Well, basically, a Weebu is like those who I guess are more white. Uh, <laughs> traditionally like idolize and just praise all things of japanese culture so like goes from like the history to the anime to the to the like the like the niche video games all that crazy stuff they just love it to a point to where it's kind of sickening you know <laughs> and then yeah. like korea booze would just be kind of like that except for korea and they just love all of k-pop did you ever meet did you did you see any korea booze in korea oh yeah there, there was, there's a, there was a, a shortage of korea booze yeah. There's literally so many girls in Seoul who are like Irish or something, but like dressed as if they're Koreans. And it's so interesting to me. Yeah, it is definitely a trip to see, which you know, I'll just look at it. I'm like, once you see the typical Korean man and all this, I'm not, not playing, not downplaying it or whatever, but it's, it's its own entity of its own. Like I, I even heard from like a, a fellow, like a Korean older man that would like stop by and like talk to me every now and then he's like, yeah. Uh, the Korean man's world ends at the tip of his nose. And I was like, dang, that's harsh coming from a Korean, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, ah, uh, but okay, yeah, you, me... you'll, you'll see the society once, once you live there, you know, you yeah. know, like me and you, we know, we know. What do I know? <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> we know how, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All you right. Go. So what's the difference between a Weibo and an otaku? Oh man, that's 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 a little harder one to get. <laughs> I'd say I probably I probably classify a little bit more as an otaku than a weebu. <laughs> so I'd say like otaku is kind of kind of like what we would call as like a more nerdish kind of way, but like put uh, like a what is it? What do you call that? Um, introvert aspects into it, and then okay. splash some video games in there. Okay. So that's that's what you get otaku. Gotcha, gotcha. Otaku is very similar to Weibo. Okay, I got one more question for you. But if we haven't already lost our entire audience by excluding them, <laughs> Carhartt. Do you know the brand Carhartt? I actually don't. What is that? Okay, uh, Google Carhartt. C A R H A R T logo. Okay, Carhartt logo. Okay, and then tell me. What do you think of when you see the Carhartt logo? Ah, okay. So you C A R H A R T T. Yes. Huh. Okay. Well, it reminds me a lot like the of the Crunchyroll symbol, right? <laughs> right. Does it not look like it? So this is a very popular skate brand. Really. And okay. it, it, people wear them a lot on beanies, but I can't help but think. Uh, the Crunchyroll symbol. Oh, you time. too. <laughs> <laughs> I see the car art symbol. So I wanted to know I wasn't the only one. No, no, you're not the only one. Okay, yeah. and exactly I always like go it. up to somebody like, "Oh, 
I don't ask him like, do you skate? I'm like, oh, so you like anime, huh? And they're like, what the <laughs> what? hell are you talking about, dude? <laughs> like, right, never mind, never mind. Never, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just continue on. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, man. I never knew that. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's it's surprisingly similar. For those who don't know, Crunchyroll is the is the anime streaming service. Yeah, they're like the first one that's Pop, like popular in the United States. And yeah. it's like supported. It's it's not like pirated like many of these other websites. Before Netflix like, and all that, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, they had like the first subtitles, they'd be there like next day because they had translators on hand. All right. Know? So I want to see how much of an anime nerd you are. So we're gonna do a rapid fire five questions about anime. And you have to tell me your most honest answer in three words or less. You got that? Got me shaking in my boots. Okay. Three words or less. Okay, Mr. Otaku. All right. Sounds good, man. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, man. Look at the time. I guess you'll just have to wait until next week to figure out the answers to David's questions. See how big of an anime nerd he really is. Speaking of anime, on the next episode, we talk about why anime should be in your arsenal. After all, it's not a niche market anymore, and there really is an anime for everyone. We'll also be getting into the arts, specifically triptychs. What are they and why does David draw them? If you're itching to see some content before next week's episode, check out David's Instagram, Jive Fruits, for some nifty artwork. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Alone with Peter and David Montez. Either way, you'll just have to wait to be alone with Peter every Thursday, 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Can't wait to see you then. Bye.